0: This is Plant-Based Briefing, diving into what a fish knows with Jonathan Balcombe from AnimalOutlook.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on the myriad of reasons to live a plant-based and vegan lifestyle, with permission, in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And Animal Outlook is one of the organizations I have permission to read from. I originally heard of Erin Wing on the Hope for the Animals podcast, which I highly recommend. She is Deputy Director of Investigations at Animal Outlook, and I heard her story. I recommend that episode on the Hope for the Animals podcast because these animal investigators are amazing heroes doing extremely difficult work. But she supports and counsels undercover investigators now. and. For two years prior to that, she documented the horrors of animal agriculture at an organic dairy farm, an aquaculture farm, and a chicken farm among others. She faced isolation and fear of discovery in order to show images and video of standard practices to the world. It's got to be an unbelievably difficult job for someone so empathetic to animals to have to witness and participate in the cruelty. I reached out to her after hearing her on that podcast and asked if I could share some of their articles, and she said absolutely, and I'm so honored to do so. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Diving into What a Fish Knows with Jonathan Balcombe from AnimalOutlook.org You could say Jonathan Balcombe wrote the book on What a Fish Knows, The author, scientist, and renowned speaker has expended considerable energy exploring the depths of how these underwater animals think, feel, and function. Despite popular misconception, fish are not unfeeling beings driven solely by instinct. In fact, humans have a lot more in common with our finned friends than you might think. Jonathan's book, What a Fish Knows, The Inner Lives of Our Underwater Cousins, busts many myths that surround these ancient creatures, and reveals the complex lives of water-dwelling species. To get a better understanding of the incredible world of fish, we asked Jonathan some of our most pressing questions. Here's what he had to say. What has surprised you the most about your research on fish? How has it changed the way you think about or treat fish? Before I set out to write What a Fish Knows, I didn't need any convincing about the intrinsic value of fishes or that they deserved to not be abused or harmed by us. Nevertheless, in delving into the published scientific literature about fishes and in some of the personal accounts I received from correspondence, I came to realize just how remarkable these beings are. With four years of research into scientific discoveries of this enormously diverse and successful collection of vertebrates, I have become convinced that fishes are no less worthy of our respect and moral concern than any other animals. Few people are aware of fishes' rich and complex lives, and humanity continues to malign fishes in astronomical numbers, perhaps in the trillions. Experts estimate that we have lost half of all marine life since 1970, and the plunder continues today. Enlightened awareness fuels social change. Armed with newfound knowledge, we can show respect and restraint towards aquatic life, as well as terrestrial. And we must, if we wish to have a secure and livable future. What inspired you to write a book about fish? I was between books and trolling for a new idea, sorry for the pun. Over lunch with a friend at a vegan restaurant in Washington, D.C., the idea for a book on fishes suddenly popped into my head— I don't recall what we were talking about that triggered it, but I immediately realized that there was a great need for a fish advocacy book. In my professional work, I serve as Director of Animal Sentience with the Humane Society Institute for Science and Policy and Associate Editor of the new open-access journal Animal Sentience, I was aware of some of the remarkable abilities of fishes and how little the public knew about their rich lives. I was also acutely aware that fishes are, collectively, the most maligned of all vertebrate animals— These conditions were a great inspiration to me, and I knew immediately that I must write this book. Why do you think fish are so misunderstood? Relatively speaking, fishes are alien to our sensibilities. They evolved in a very different physical milieu to ours. Living in water, fishes don't trigger our sympathies the way mammals do. We can't hear the sounds they make when they're upset or in pain, and they don't blink. They don't need to, since their eyes are constantly bathed in water. It was only in the 20th century that technological advances in scuba and underwater photography that we were able to witness the complexities of fish life. Little wonder that most humans continue to think falsely that fishes are primitive and dim. And lastly, can you share a few little-known facts about fish? Here are just a few. Fishes can believe... Various fishes fall for the same optical illusions we fall for, indicating that a fish has beliefs and that these beliefs, like ours, may be fallible. Fishes can work together. On reefs, a hungry grouper fish will use a headshake signal to recruit a moray eel to go hunting. Working as a pair, they each have higher per capita hunting success than hunting alone. Groupers will also point to hidden prey, seeking to get the eel's attention. Such referential signaling is only known from a handful of other big-brained animals. Fishes remember. Fish have good memories recognizing preferred shoal mates, probably for life. A recent study showed that archer fishes recognize individual human faces. Fishes use tools. Captive cods showed innovation and tool use when some began to use the plastic tags on their backs to hook into a dangling food dispenser loop to get food slightly faster than if they tugged the loop with their mouths. Fishes are smart. Cleaner fishes outscored great apes, chimpanzees and orangutans and monkeys and a fish researcher's four-year-old daughter on a cognitive task involving ephemeral and permanent food sources. Fishes communicate in many ways, Herrings communicate by farting. No kidding. And lastly, fishes feel pleasure. Groupers, manta rays, moray eels, and various sharks are among many kinds of fishes that will approach trusted divers to be caressed. You just listened to Diving Into What a Fish Knows with Jonathan Balcombe from AnimalOutlook.org and I'm Marian Erickson, your host. And I've done a number of other episodes on fish. Wherever you listen, you could just put fish in the search field or check out the following that I'll link in the show notes. 504 and 505, do fish feel pain? 503, eyes looking back from commercial fishing to strict vegan. 425, avoiding fish for five years before pregnancy. 253, health concerns about fish. 252, we now know fish feel pain. Why continue harming them? 110, five reasons to stop eating fish. 88, fish the new factory farmed animals. 51, the last fish. 40, fishing is not fun and oppose youth fishing. 356, where Erin Wing talks about her undercover investigation at various farms, including a fish farm. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.